welcome back for another episode of the Scriptures Revealed podcast, and I am excited to continue our journey through the book of Titus. Uh, I am excited about this teaching today. It's going to be actually developed into two parts uh, for the podcast and for those of you that are part of my Patreon family. It's still going to be two teachings uh, because it's just a lot that we want to cover in this second chapter of Titus. So I'm going to break Titus 2 up into two parts. Uh, so that we can get through all that I want to extract from these verses. So if you have your Bibles, go with me to the book of Titus. And now you want to write this down so you can go back to it. We're going to the book of Titus chapter 2. We finished up with chapter 1 last week. And I actually want to pick up in the last verse of chapter 1 as we journey into uh, chapter 2. Now, what we're talking about, I want to put this in perspective for you all. What we're talking about uh, this week is part one uh, of a two-part teaching that I want to do called, Are You Living in Denial? Are You Living in Denial? And I want to kind of help us see what it is that the Lord is trying to show us in these scriptures and bring us out of a life of denial and bringing us into the fullness of life that Jesus died to give us. So let's start start in Titus. We want to back up to the last verse of chapter one as we journey into ta- uh, chapter two. So verse 16 of chapter one says, they profess to know God, but they deny him by their actions. They are detestable, disobedient unfit for any good work. Now chapter two, but as for you, that that is what I want us to, to look at. But as for you, he starts by saying there are people that profess to know God, but they deny him by their actions. But as for you, which means he's getting ready to draw a contrast between those that claim to know God, but their lives, their actions, their behavior denies him. Or rejects him is another translation. But what Paul begins to address for Titus as he's establishing this embassy and this church on the island of Crete is that Titus, you're going to have to deal with people that are professing to know God, but they're living in denial. They're not professing denial, but they're living in denial. They're claiming to know God. They're claiming to have a relationship with him. They're claiming to be Christians. They're claiming to be churchgoers. They're claiming to be citizens of the kingdom of God, but their behavior, their actions are not validating what they say, which means there is a disconnect between how they live and what they say. He says, so Paul is opening up this chapter and he's trying to show Titus, you're going to have to address the issue of people living their lives in denial. Are you a Christian that's living your life in denial about your Christianity? Oh, if somebody asks you, you tell them, I'm a Christian. I go to church. I go to so-and-so's church. We will broadcast that on our social media platforms and our conversations and what we wear, but Is Christianity and is the kingdom really impacting our lives to the point that if I never say I'm a Christian, you could look at my life and tell that. If I never say I believe in Jesus, my life would say I believe in Jesus. But am I living in denial? All right, it's, it's going to be some real uh, uh, awakening conversations and thoughts that Paul wants to have with Titus. But again, this is all about building a church on this island. This is all about establishing an embassy in the middle of this culture that Paul left for him. All right. So that's the backdrop we're going into verse uh, verse one of chapter two. But as for you, 
teach what is consistent with sound doctrine. With sound doctrine. Paul says the solution here, if you find yourself or you find the people you're leading, if you find out that they are living in denial, they're saying the right things, but they're not doing the right things. He said the solution to that is you need to teach what is consistent with sound doctrine. Sound doctrine has always been a foundational thing for the church. It's always been uh, how God has has built a root system in the life of a, of a believer is that he's always done it through sound doctrine, sound doctrine, which means that without sound doctrine, what you do will not match what you say. All right. Say that to you again. Without sound doctrine, what you do will not match what you say. When you find there to be a disconnect, uh, uh, Paul, Paul puts it this way. I, I know to do good and I, and I even want to do good, but evil is ever present around me. And I find myself trapped in these cycles. And what did he have to do? He had to bring himself into sound doctrine that, that, you know what? I've got to crucify myself. I've got to count and reckon myself as dead. And I've got to realize that death is working in my body until I yield to the ministry of the Holy Ghost. That was a doctrinal issue. Paul wasn't saying this is my life and I'm stuck here and I'm stuck in this cycle and I'm stuck in this zone. No, Paul was saying this is my life and this is a cycle. I need some sound doctrine to help bring into harmony what I say, what I know and what I do. I've got to bring all of that into harmony. Now, this phrase sound doctrine, what is sound doctrine? That word sound is a good uh, King James word, uh, old English word for healthy for healthy. So Paul says, in order for you to get what you say to match how you live, in order for you to get what you say and what you know in your head, if in order for you to get what you know in your head to show up in your life, you're going to need healthy doctrine, healthy doctrine or sound doctrine. And what is that? That sound doctrine is literally healthy teaching that leads to a healthy lifestyle. All right. It is healthy teaching. That leads to a healthy lifestyle. God wants you healthy. He wants you healed. He wants you whole. Paul says it in uh, Thessalonians. He says that, you know, I pray that the God of peace will make you whole spirit, soul, and body. That's first Thessalonians 5.23. He wants you to be whole. The Bible says that the prayer of faith will save the sick. God, that is again, God wanting you to be whole. Uh, Jesus, when he performed miracles for people, not only did he heal them, but he told the woman with the issue of blood. He said, not only are you healed, but daughter, your faith has made you whole. God is always going after wholeness. He's going after what is healthy for you. When when God is telling you no, or he's giving you directives, or he's giving you commands, it's not about restricting you. It's not about punishing you. It is about guiding you to a place called healthy. He wants you healthy. And the purpose of sound doctrine is to give us healthy teaching that leads to a healthy lifestyle. Are you healthy? That's what you need to assess yourself, assess your life. Is my mind healthy? Are my emotions 
healthy? Is my, my body healthy? Are my finances healthy? Are my relationships healthy? And anything that is unhealthy, where I need to start is I need to get healthy teaching. Somewhere I've been taught something unhealthy, somewhere that's been planted in my psyche, and now I'm living in unhealthy ways because I was given unhealthy doctrine. And doctrine is not just restricted to the church. Doctrine is not just a, a, a church term. You know, what you learn in school is a doctrine. What you learned in college is a doctrine. Watch this. What you learned from your family is a doctrine. What you learned by looking at your, your mother and your father's relationship is a doctrine. What you learned, how you learned to handle your emotions was a doctrine. What you learned to do with your thoughts was a doctrine. How did you learn to dress and carry yourself was a doctrine. And the truth of the matter is, if you start seeing bad fruit show up in your behavior, in your lifestyle, what you've got to do is trace it down to what have I been taught? Because apparently, if my life is manifesting this, somewhere I've been taught something that's not healthy for me. I've been taught something that is not beneficial for my life and, and the purposes and plans of God for my life. Now, interesting thing about this word healthy. Healthy. Uh, I, I looked up that word. I love definitions. I love dictionaries. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I, I'm, I love the scriptures. I love words. I love all of that. So I love definitions. And so one of the definitions which is, is going to bless you about healthy. Uh, one of the root words, when you look at the etymology of the word healthy, it is connected to the word survive survive. To be healthy is connected to the word survive. All right. I'm going to give you a little Bible for that even. Uh, that came from a dictionary, but I want to give you a Bible for that over in Acts 27. Let me go over there real quick. Acts 27 and verse 34 uses the word healthy or healed and they translate it as survive. All right. Acts 27 in the uh, new a uh, revised standard version at 2734 says, uh, let me start with 33. Actually, it says just before daybreak, Paul urged all of them to take some food saying today is the 14th day that you have been in suspense and remaining without food, having eaten nothing. Verse 34. Therefore, I urge you to take some food for it will help you survive. For none of you will lose a hair from your heads. That phrase here that I'm that I'm honing in on is Paul said, take some food because it's going to help you survive. You know what the real translation in the Greek there is that he said, take some food and it's going to help heal you. <laughs> it's going to help heal you. So another word for healthy is survive, survive. Now, I know we did this whole campaign. And people love to do it to talk about, I don't want to just survive. I want to thrive. And I do get the context and I support the context. I get it. But I, that also speaks to us not fully understanding what the word survive means. Because when you look at the word survive, the root of the word survive means to win and conquer, to win and conquer. So watch this. To be healthy means I'm winning and I'm conquering. I'm winning and I'm conquering. Oh, I love this. So watch this. When we connect this back to healthy teaching for a healthy lifestyle, 
Paul says, but as for you, teach what is consistent with sound or healthy doctrine. Teach what is consistent with what's going to help you win and what's going to help you conquer. You know, are you walking in healing? Are you walking in wholeness? That means, am I walking in a way that I am winning and I am conquering? Did I win today? Because I can't, if I'm not winning, it means that something is unhealthy. If I'm not conquering, it means that something is unhealthy in my life. And it starts with what I've been taught. Now watch this. Another definition for healthy. It means to honor and empower the strength of an individual to heal. My God. Which means sickness and infirmity are not just put on us and put on our bodies and our souls and our spirits just to to kill us or wipe us out. No, it is a form of dishonor. It is, it is dishonor to you not to win. It is dishonor to you not to conquer. But to be healthy is to empower the strength of an individual to move into winning, to move into conquering, which means that a part of the healing process is that you're going to gain strength to win. It's the strength to conquer, which means that what you've been taught is either going to give you the strength you need to win and conquer, or it's going to rob you of the strength you need to conquer and overcome. What you need is strength for victory. In order for you to live out this victorious life that God has for you, you've got to tap into the strength of God. And the way you tap into the strength of God is through sound doctrine. Are you taught the right things? Are you believing the right things? Because if you are believing and you are being taught the right things, it's going to move you into healing. It's going to move you into wholeness. Or in other words, it's going to move you into winning and conquering. All right. And then a final definition of that word healthy means to outlive attacks. And it doesn't mean if the attack is, it doesn't matter, rather, if the attack is on your body, if the attack is on your emotions, if the attack is on your mind, if the attack is in your spirit. It does not matter where the attack is. To survive means I outlived it. I outlived it. That attack came to destroy me, but I outlived it. It came to drive me crazy, but I outlived it. It came to kill me, but I outlived it. It came to shut me down emotionally, but I outlived it. I'm winning and I'm conquering because I'm healthy. You know, just think about it. When you think about a healthy immune system, it means that you have an immune system that's able to fight against infirmity. It's able to, it has the strength that it needs to win against infirmity, to conquer infirmity. That's what it means to be healthy. You have the strength you need to win and conquer in life. All right. So that's where, that's where we're aiming for. We're aiming for what is healthy. All right. Which means if healthy has to do with winning and conquering, that means defeat in God's world is classified as an infirmity. <laughs> defeat and losing is classified as an infirmity. All right. As an infirmity. Now, with that in mind, this is just for free. This is for free. In Romans, that, that gives you insight into Romans. When, when Paul makes a statement in Romans chapter 8. He says, let me uh, go over there. Romans chapter 8. Let's see. In verse 26, it says, likewise, the spirit helps us in our infirmities. What is the spirit helping us with? He's helping us in the areas we're not winning. 
He's helping us in the areas we're not conquering in. That's what he means. Likewise, the spirit also helps us in our infirmities, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but that very spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God who searches the heart knows what is the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. It is God's will for you to conquer and for you to win or for you to be healthy. He wants you to get rid of these infirmities. He doesn't want you to be sick. He doesn't want you to be infirmed. He doesn't want you to be weak. He wants you to conquer and overcome and move in the provisional blessings of God. Hey family, were you enjoying that teaching? I hope you were. It is life changing and there's so much more that I have to share. I probably was teaching for about 45 minutes, but I was not able to share all of it on this podcast. If you want the full episode, click the link in the description and join my patreon family so that you can get the full episode and once you join you're going to get full episodes every week there's no way y'all know me i love the word of god so i'm probably going to teach long every week uh no less than 45 minutes every week if you want those full episodes join my patreon family so that you don't miss out on any of this good revelation it is life-changing It is life transforming because it's all about the power of the word. See y'all next week.